give the Lord a better clap, my friend. And what are we saying to our choristers? God bless you, choristers. That is a powerful ministration. Indeed, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run to his name. And they are saved. And therefore you and I, we are saved. Then say amen to the Lord. Once again, without much ado, I want to acknowledge the presence of our Papa here. Though he's not here physically, but I know spiritually he's here with us. I'm not qualified to stand here this morning and share the word of God with you. But I know that Papa has trained us to the standard whenever he depends on us, we can also deliver. And Papa, wherever you are this morning, may the Lord bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. I give a clap of praise to Jesus. My respects go to the pastor in the house. Reverend Yamotete, God bless you. I thought to be a pastor is an easy thing, but not knowing. <laughs> I thought to be a pastor is, is not knowing much involved. Pastor, God bless you. Reverend, God bless you. And all department leaders in the house, our elders, deacons, you are the reason why this morning Christ will manifest his power. And may the Lord manifest his power this morning in your life. Amen. Amen. Are you ready for the word of God? Then let us pray. Our Lord and Heavenly Father, this morning we thank you. You brought us to yourself this morning in order to bless us. We know for sure that no one coming to your presence unless you draw such a person. And all of us here, we have been called by you. I pray that Lord minister your word to us. Those who are on the way coming, I pray that bring them here hastily that all together may be blessed to the glory of your name. Amen and amen. Let's take our seat in heavenly places. If your Bible is here, with you let's quickly go to the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 to 27. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. And the title for this morning is Christ our Rock. The title, Christ our Rock. Indeed, the Lord is our Rock. Matthew chapter 7, 24 to 27. Therefore, whoever hears this saying of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears this saying of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the flood came, and the wind blew and beat on that house, and it fell. And great 
was it for? Amen. This is the word of God. Jesus himself saying this very parable. He said, whosoever hears his word and put the word into practice, that person, life is like a person who built a house on a rock. Problems will come, challenges will come, but that person will never fall. And whoever hears the word and does not put it into practice, it's like a person who built his house on the sand. Challenges come, the wind blows, and that house fell. And he said, great is that fall. We all know this very parable. The parable of the wise and the foolish builder. That's what the Bible is talking about. The parable talk about the wise and the foolish builder. And the meaning of this parable is the absolute necessity of doing the will of God. The absolute necessity of doing the will of God. That we must all do the will of God. That, that is what God has told us to do. And that way, Jesus becomes a rock of blessing. If you and I will put the word of God into effective, into practice, we do it. Then Jesus becomes a rock of blessing. May the Lord continue to bless you. Hearing the word of God, obeying the word of God, now putting it into practice, then God, Christ, becomes a rock of blessing. Not only that, but Christ is also our refuge. Christ is also our refuge, our safety, our protector, our shelter. Not only the rock of our blessing, but he's also our rock of refuge. And go with me to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah, chapter 32, verse 1 and 2. Isaiah chapter 32. Are we there, church? Isaiah chapter 32, verse 1 and 2. Behold, a king will reign in righteousness, and prince will rule with justice. A man will be as a hiding place from the wind and a cover from the tempest as rivers of water in the dry land as the shadow of a great rock in a weary land. Amen and amen. This was a prophecy that Isaiah gave to the people in the land of Judah. One day they had a king, a very wicked king, and the king was controlling them, ruling them. They put all their trust and effort in the king. But later on, the king failed them, and they were suffering. Injustice. Wicked ruler. So now, the people of Judah, they became confused. And they were crying. They won't deliver God to come and save them. 
So God gave this message to the prophet Isaiah. Though they were in captivity, they were slavery. So God gave the word to Isaiah to go and comfort them. He said, now, be watchful. A king is about to rule you. And this king will rule in righteousness. And there will be no injustice. He will rule you in justice. And this prophecy was a prophecy concerning Jesus Christ. Was a prophecy concerning Jesus Christ. So when they heard this prophecy, they were comforted that one day to have a king who will rule them in righteousness, who will rule them in justice. And they were comforted. And this has been fulfilled in our days. If you are here, say amen and amen. amen. Now, this prophecy was mosaic, describing Christ as our presence ray in spiritual dimension, describing Jesus Christ in this our current situation as our spiritual ruler, the one who has taken over everything, though we may not see him physically here, but in the spiritual realm, he has taken over. He is our rock of refuge. May the Lord continue to be your rock of refuge. May he continue to be your rock of refuge. Then he went on and said, Christ, he is a hiding place from the wind so that those who are in him, they don't get blown away. Christ became a hiding place that we believers as we find ourselves in him, though the wind may blow, but because Christ becomes our refuge, our safety, we may hear the sound of the wind. We may hear the sound of the wind, but when the wind blows, we are not going to blow away because Christ has covered us. I love this very word. So as we are here this morning, Christ is your refuge. And he continues to be your refuge. The wind will blow. Challenges will come. But you are not going to be moved. And may you never be moved in the name of Jesus. And he went on to say, He is a cover from the tempest, the storm at sea, saving you from drowning into the sea of life. In other words, we believers, as we are in Christ Jesus, once he has delivered us, he has delivered us. He has rescued us. Being a refuge, that means he has delivered you. He has rescued you from all the afflictions, troubles, problems of this world. As you have Christ, that means every problem is solved. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to panic. You may hear wars. You may hear problems. They will be complaining. Crisis will come. But you have to remember and know that you are in Christ. And Christ has become your refuge. Your protector. Your shade. And therefore, nothing should move you. Somebody is blessed already. Amen and amen. He went on to say, he said, now, he is a river he is a river of water in the desert. Life and strength. 
where others are perishing. Christ is a river in the desert. Life and strength where others are perishing. Another when things become impossible. When things become impossible. When there seems to be no hope. You think, ah, where can I get this thing to be done? Can this thing be possible? Can any help come from Zion? It's not Christ is the provider of his people, even in the wilderness. And he said, now, he is also a life giver to his children. When others are perishing, Christ is giving life to his people. In other ways, we have been saved into the internal kingdom of Christ. I love the word, Christ is our refuge. So if Christ be your refuge, church, you no need to be afraid. You only have to trust in him. You only have to believe in him. The things will become hard and difficult, but still, trust in God. Like Paul was traveling to Italy with the prisoners, and Bible says in the book of Acts that when they got deeper in the midst of the sea, now the wind blew and they were discouraged. The ship was caught in and they couldn't even have to find their way. So they were diverted from where they have to go. And now the gods were placed there, they couldn't even see the sun. They couldn't see the sun, not even the stars. So they were afraid. They thought, ah, this one, our life has come to an end. At times, that's how it happens to every believer. Our life has come to an end. And they thought there is no hope. They have to die. So all the people became very anxious. Even for them to taste a food, it became a problem. They couldn't eat for a good 14 days. They thought they would die. But Paul, knowing that Christ is his refuge, he was comforted. May the Lord comfort you every day. Amen. Paul was comforted. And he came out to tell the people that my friends, brethren, don't be afraid. None of you is going to perish. For this midnight, an angel of the Lord appeared to me and he said, none of you will perish accept the sheep. And he said, I believe this word of God. As he said it, so shall it be. The secret is Paul believes he knows that Christ has become his refuge. Though even in the midst of temptation, trials and difficulties, he was still comforted. Allow what he said now. None of you, that means me, Paul, I'm exempted. I'm not part of you. You may be anxious, but I know Christ is my refuge. Yes. So none of you will perish. That means in all these circumstances, Paul was exempted, knowing that he has somebody, he has a God, he has a refuge, safety in Christ, and therefore nothing moves him. As a believer and a child of God, things may arise, marital issues may arise, Challenges at work sites. But get this understanding that always you have Christ who is your refuge. 
Christ is not only just our refuge, but Christ is the founder of the church. Not only our refuge, but the founder of the church. Oh yes, more than being our refuge, the founder of the church. I will go to the book of Matthew, chapter 16. Verse 18. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. And I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock I will build my church. And the gate of hate shall not prevail against it. I also say to you, you are Peter. And upon this word I will build my church and the gate of hate shall never prevail against it. This word that Jesus spoke to Peter, many of believers thought the church was founded upon Peter. They thought the church was founded upon Peter. But the church was not founded upon Peter. The church was founded upon Christ. He is the foundation of the church. And Christ said, the gate of hate shall not prevail against the church. You are in the church, you are in the temple. If the gate of hate shall not prevail against the church, then what about you? That means nothing can prevail against you. Because you are found in the church, and the gate of hate shall not prevail against the church. So you in the church, that nothing shall prevail against you. You are protected and you are secured. And the gates of hell refers to the kingdom of Satan. Satan. The kingdom of Satan. With the powers of death and the world antichrist opposition. We know that Bible says we rest not against flesh and blood, but we rest against principalities and powers. They are in ranks. But you may hear these names. Don't be terrified. Don't be afraid. Because if Satan cannot prevail against the church, how much more those small, small, lizard and witches that we can think of them? Satan himself cannot prevail against the church. Demons cannot prevail against the church because the church is founded upon Christ. He is the foundation of the church. And Christ will never allow that thing to happen. So now I say to you that whatsoever you find yourself in and you think that thing is coming to overcome you, listen, it will never happen. Because you are in Christ. And Christ will not allow that thing to happen. Now, this Antichrist, fearful beast, all these people that we hear them, their names, at times you may hear it and you become so fearful that, hey, the world is coming to an end, though. The world will not come to an end until Christ comes. Until Christ comes. It may happen. But it does not mean it's coming to overcome the church. The church stands strong. But I will say now, nevertheless, 
the foundation of the church stand strong. Let every man that name the name of Christ depart from all evil. That means no wicked, no unclean spirit can be able to overcome the church. And I know and I also believe that we believers in the church we still remain unshakable. Because Christ has taken over our lives. This cannot prevent the advance of the church nor claim victory over those who belong to the kingdom of God. All these that I have mentioned, those demons said they cannot claim victory over you, over the church. I know what someone is thinking right now. I know what you are thinking. This thing, how can this thing work? I have prayed and I have prayed, I have tried, I have tried. How can this thing work? I know what you are thinking. But let me give you this assurance that in God's own time, in God's own time, what you think is impossible will surely be possible. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter three, verse eleven. First Corinthians chapter three, verse eleven. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. He has laid a foundation. No other foundation can be laid. No other foundation can be laid. Christ being the foundation of the church, he is also the source of blessing. Christ our source of blessing. Being our rock of refuge, being the foundation of the church, he is also our source of blessing. Christ our source of blessing. The same Corinthians chapter 10, 1 to 4. Corinthians chapter 10, 1 to 4. Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. I love that quote. All our fathers, they depended upon Christ. The miracles, provisions, they drank from that spiritual rock. 
they depended upon him. He also provided. And this Christ that we are talking about is a blessing to all believers. What he did for our forefathers in this current day, he is doing the same thing. So the issue is this. Whenever you find yourself in problem, you just go to him. You call upon him. They call upon me in the days of trouble. And I will answer thee. That means there are days of trouble that you believe that you have to call upon God. And the truth is that you say, I will answer thee and I will show you great and mighty things which you don't even have knowledge of. In your prayers, receive answers to your prayers. In the trouble, as you go to God in prayers, receive answers to your prayers. So Christ provided for them. And I know for sure that he is also a provider. Not only a source of blessing, but Christ a stone of stumbling. Yeah, the same Christ, wonderful. He can do all. He can do all. Not only a source of blessing, but also Christ a stone of stumbling. Isaiah chapter 8. Isaiah chapter 8, 13 to 15. Isaiah chapter 8. Verse 13 to 15. The Lord of hosts, him you shall hallowed. In other words, him you shall worship. Let him be your fear. Love him. Let him be your dread. He will be as, as a sanctuary, but a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense to both the houses of Israel as a trap and a snare to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. And many among them shall stumble. They shall fall and be broken, be snared and taken. That is the word of God. That Christ being our refuge, being the foundation of the church, Christ being the source of our blessing is also a stone of stumbling. God is the Lord of hosts. And Him we must fear, obey, serve, and worship. He then becomes our holy sanctuary or dwelling place. We believers, we must fear Him because He can do all things. We must obey Him. We must worship Him. In his holy son, like this morning as we came, as we are here this morning, we hallowed his name because he's the Lord of hosts. To all who reject him, those that they reject him, he is a stumbling block to them. To those who reject him, he is a stumbling block and a rock of offense. Those who reject Christ, Christ now stands as a stumbling block and a rock of offense. 
like you are on the marathon and you are running, your foot just hit a rock, you fell down. It's very painful. And you got up, you look at the stone or the rock. You thought you won the race. Now speed the demon, the demon Then you on the floor. You got up, look at the stone. This small stone. To those who reject Christ, at the end, they'll fall. At the end, they can't make it. And Christ become offensive. Had I known, it's too late. But to us that we fear his name, to us that we love him, we give heed to his word, then, Christ became the blessing to all of us. Wherever his name is being mentioned, now we may receive comfort. We may receive joy because we are found in him. Let's give a clap offering to Jesus. <laughs> He's also a trap and a snare to those who shall fall? A trap. A trap and a snare to those who shall fall. A trap and a snare to those who shall fall. They set a trap. Like they set camera. You may not be aware. You think, oh, you are smarter. You are very clever. But Christ. It's a trap. And a snare. To those who shall fall and be broken and be taken captive. In other words, Christ is good to the believers, those who believe in him. But in the other side, those who reject Christ, pity for them. Pity for them. So, as a believer, we have to evangelize. Because those who are not saved, who are not in Christ, pity for them. And you that you are found in Christ, I would say, then rejoice. Be happy. Don't be anxious for anything. Church, may you not be anxious for anything. May you not be anxious for anything. But in everything, prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. Yeah. Give a better clap open to Jesus. <laughs> Let's go to Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to 10. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to 10. Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to 10. Just a moment. 
Are we there, church? Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to 10. As for you, therefore, have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principle of this word, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, who is the head of all principality and powers. As you have received Christ Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, the Bible advised and encouraged us that we should walk in him. How do we walk in him? We should walk in him. Put his words into practice. We should be rooted and built up in him. Rooted and built up in him. When the word of God comes to you, you must think of it. When God gives us his word, we must think of the word. How are we going to apply the word to our personal lives? As we come to church, we close. On the way going, you keep thinking about the word. How can I apply this word in my family? In the life of my friends? How can I apply this word? By doing that, then you are walking in Christ because all your focus, your intention now has been rooted in the word of God. And may we all be rooted in the word of God. In the name of Jesus. Say thank you, Father. Say thank you, Jesus. And now, be careful you are not cheated and deceived through philosophy and empty words. There are preachers all over. Today, when you open the station, the radio station, all pastors, all over. And these people, they preach nothing but philosophy. All kinds of philosophy. But the real word of God, the doctrine, they don't preach it. And many so-called believers, they tune to those stations. They listen to the word and they are being carried away. They don't understand where the word is coming from God or the word is philosophy, doctrines of men. Because church, many are in trouble and many are running and looking for solutions. But that's a fact. Many are in trouble. And many are running, seeking, looking for a solution. When others share their testimony, you'll be shocked. Hey, it's where are. Yes, there. But the Lord has delivered you. You have been exempted from every trouble and every affliction. So be careful 
the things that you listen, many are not from God. So that you may not be cheated by empty ways through the traditions of men. This is how it is done in our family. That is all. So it must be done as it is done in our family, but not as it is done in the word of God. Where is that? Be careful. Know that Christ is your refuge. He owns you. You belong to him. Be rooted in him. Obey his word. Abide in the word. Now, apply the word of God into your life. And by so doing, you will know whether this word is coming from God or is from man. Because many are being cheated every day. Even today, a lot are being cheated. Today, right now. A lot are being cheated. But for you and I, our eyes have been opened. We have seen the light. We have tasted the good doctrine of God. And God also feed us through his servant, Papa Edward. And we know the truth. And no one can cheat us. Remain in Christ. Walk in him. And your life will never be the same again. Give a clap to Jesus. Now, as I come to conclusion, Christ is the embodiment of the full of Godhead. He's the embodiment of the full Godhead. And he's the head of all, he's the head of all, rule and authority. We who are in him are therefore complete. He's the head of all principality, head of powers, head of all that we can imagine. And we that we are in him, we are fully complete. This is the word I'm looking for. Complete. Complete means complete. Anami Complete means complete. We are fully in him. Because the head of all power, all spirit. Everything subject to Christ. And he has become our rock of refuge. Our rock of refuge. And also, the foundation of the church is Christ. And the source of our blessing also comes from Christ. And because in Christ, those who reject Christ, Christ becomes a stumbling block to them and a rock of offensive. And therefore, you and I, we have to know who we are, who has called us, and where we are, and where we are going. That we may wholly walk in Him. Well, this shouldn't be a force, but you should know that this is what I must do. This is really Christ has delivered me. He has saved me. He's my rock. Then I understood David. Yeah. Bible said David fought all his battle 
He never failed one battle. He fought all the battles. Never failed. He won all the battles. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. Understanding? The Lord is my shepherd. He said, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. He said, he leads me on the path of righteousness. Righteousness. Though I walk through the valleys of the shadow and of death, he said, I fear no evil. Now, when you know this secret, he said, I fear no evil. He said, thou art with me. Every day be conscious that Christ is with you. Thou art with me. Say, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Say, thou prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He said, thou anoint my head with oil. He said, my cup runs over. He said, surely. But they are sure, sure. He said, surely. Goodness and mercy shall follow me. May goodness and mercy continue to follow you. He said, all the days of my life, Christ will provide for you. All the days of your life. All the days of my life. He said, I will dwell. I love that word. I will dwell in the house of the Lord. You know, see, forever, today, tomorrow, forever and ever. He never stopped. He said, He that dwell in the secret place of the most high God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Shall abide the shadow of the Almighty. And he will say of the Lord, He is my refuge. That's what I will say. He's my refuge. The Lord is a refuge. He will say of the Lord, He's my refuge. My fortress. My God. In him I will trust. He said, He will cover me with his feathers. I love that word. He will cover me with feathers. Under his wings will I find my refuge. His faithfulness, not you. His faithfulness shall be my shade and my rampart. I will not be afraid of the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor destruction that lives in the new day. You never stop. Is enough. Thousands shall fall at my left hand, and ten thousand shall fall at my right hand side. He said, it shall never come near me. Only with my eyes. When the Lord becomes your refuge, it's a different all together. He said, only with my eyes will I use to see and behold the reward of the wicked. He never stopped. He said, now, my enemies don't rejoice over me. For if I fall, I will rise up again. May the Lord lift you. May the Lord lift you. If you, if you are down today, may the power of God lift you higher. You can cry for the Lord. If I fall, I will rise up again. When my enemies, the witches, the wizard, they come against me, they will stumble and fall. 
Because the Lord has become offensive to them. When the witches and the wizards, the demons, Satan, when they come against the sun, they will stumble and fall. Because I always lift up my eyes to the ear. Where my help coming from? My help coming from the Lord. The maker of heavens and earth. He never sleep nor slumber. I love David. He never sleep. He watches over everything. He is your God I'm talking about. The maker of heavens and earth. He owns everything. He's my God. He's your God. He never sleep nor slumber. You know, watch out. Behold, watch out. He that watches over Israel never sleep nor slumber. You know, the Lord is my keeper. The Lord is my shade. The sun shall not smit thee by day nor the moon by night. When you have this understanding, you know that the Lord is your refuge. The sun shall not be by day, nor the moon by night, because He knows He, the name of the Lord, is a strong tower, and the righteous run to their name, and they are saved. I love the baby. And they are saying, the Lord becomes the refuge of David. He said, I will not stop there. There is no any other name on the earth given a moment by which we must be saved. Except the name Jesus. So if I have Jesus, I have everything. If I have Jesus, I have everything. I have all it is on this earth. And the next heaven to come, I possess everything. I want to stir you up because you have to know who you are in Christ Jesus. He never starts now. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Then I was confused. I said, David, speak to me. God, speak to me. Say, yes, I am your shade. I am your refuge. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? Then I look at the left, the right, north, south, east, father, there's nothing too hard for you. So church, when we understand the one who has called us, as Papa always says, you must know who you are in Christ Jesus and what Christ has done for you. And what Christ is able to do in your life. When you know this fact, don't be anxious. Don't be anxious for anything. 
don't be anxious for anything. But in everything, as the Bible says, just thank God. Bless the name of God. Give glory to God. We know we are living in an end time when many are complaining. But you, as a child of God, have this mindset. That man knows you. That man knows you. Because Christ has become your refuge. He just comforts. He has become your hiding place. You run to him. He's that rock. He's that provider. In the wilderness, in the desert, when things seem impossible, our fathers cry out to him that, Papa, we want food, we want water to drink. Christ just provided. He's the same God we are talking about. He never changed. And he will never change. He never changed. And he will never change. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Let's give a better clap offer to Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Give you all the praise. The Holy Spirit, I know, is here this morning with us. I know that the power of God this morning is so strong. And therefore, you never live here the same as you. Whatever been the challenge that you brought here this morning at the end of the service, you will leave it here. You will leave it here. You will leave it here. In the mighty name of Jesus.